This is the House Call Doctor's Quick and Dirty Tips for Taking Charge of Your Health, and I'm your host, Dr. Majd. Jackie is a 36-year-old female accountant who comes to see me for her annual physical. She's generally very healthy. Her employer has enrolled the employees into a work wellness program in which a discounted health insurance plan rate is provided to those who complete a physical exam every year. Other than to obtain birth control, it's really the only time of the year that I get to see Jackie in the office. So I run some routine blood work as part of her physical, and surprisingly, I find an abnormal result this year. Jackie was not expecting the need to return so early after her last visit with me. My nurse schedules an appointment for her to discuss her abnormal, complete blood count, referred to as a CBC result. Specifically, her white blood cell count, or WBC, component within her CBC was slightly elevated at 13.0. The abnormal cutoff at this particular lab was 11.5. So what does this mean? Should Jackie be worried? Well, let's learn what the CBC is, how to interpret it as a patient, and then how to understand when you should be concerned. So what is a CBC? Well, a CBC is one of the most commonly run blood tests. Most patients have had at least one at some point in their lives, if they're seeing a doctor. Doctors may run them during routine physicals or if they're investigating a symptom that warrants a check, such as fatigue, depression, increased menstrual bleeding, bleeding in the stool, or any orifice for that matter, like urine, nose, vomit, etc. Easy bruising, fever of unknown origin, recurrent fevers, unintended weight loss, infections. These are a few examples. However, most mildly abnormal results are not concerning and are actually pretty common, but occasionally results can reflect something more serious. Jackie tells me that she has indeed been experiencing some mild fatigue, but not really enough to keep her from functioning, but enough to serve as a noticeable difference in her daily activities. She also tells me that she's always suffered from some mild depression on and off throughout her life, and although she's been experiencing some relationship difficulties recently, that it's not necessarily anything out of the ordinary for her. She also denies any skin bruising or any abnormal bleeding from any orifice, except that her periods have been irregular. But again, this is not anything new. She's had irregular menstrual cycles since menarche, which is the term that doctors use to note the onset of periods. She also hasn't experienced any recent illnesses or fevers. Besides inquiring about symptoms of urinary tract infections, pneumonias, upper respiratory tract viruses like the common cold and flu, skin infections, and the stomach flu viruses, I also make certain to ask about a common but often ignored source of infection, dental decay. Jackie reassures me that she's last seen a dentist about six months ago and that her dental hygiene is up to par. I also track Jackie's weight through time in the electronic medical records system, or the EMR, since I've been taking care of Jackie as a physician for the last seven years now. If anything, she's actually gained weight over the holidays, not lost any. She reports having gained about six pounds since her mom has been visiting her and baking throughout the holiday season. So how do you interpret a CBC? Well, a CBC has various components. 
But the most important values that doctors look for most involve the following. First, the white blood cell count, or WBC, like we have mentioned. According to Dr. Edward Ferrer, a primary care doctor and a vasectomist in San Diego, he refers to these vital cells as the ninjas of the immune system. You need them to ward off infections, he says. Indeed, these are the cells that your immune system generates when foreign bodies like viruses, bacteria, etc. are located. White blood cell counts can be mildly elevated during an infection, but when it's severely elevated, it can actually be a potential sign of something more serious that requires more of an urgent care. We also don't like it when it's too low, especially when it's accompanied by other abnormal values within the CBC as well. However, it is common to see a white blood cell that chronically and normally sits right below the normal range for some adults, and not necessarily a sign of concern other than to observe it through time. Number two, hemoglobin levels. This is one of the most commonly abnormal lab values within the CBC. Primary care doctors and hematologists see this one every single day. Is it always concerning? No, but it should not be ignored either. And frequently, a low hemoglobin can be a sign of a malignancy. The first etiologic thought is colon. Etiology, since microscopic, meaning naked to the eye, bleeding in the colon or in the stool can be released stealthily by the colon and very gradually through time. So another potential malignancy that can actually cause anemia are blood disorders. So any disorder that affects the bone marrow can stop producing blood cells. And these are the cells that carry hemoglobin and oxygen. And examples include things like myelodysplastic syndrome, leukemias, and lymphomas. What's more worrisome, however, is really if any of the other components in the CBC are also abnormal, including the hemoglobin, for these types of blood disorders. In the childbearing aged women, like Jackie, however, the most common cause of anemia is due to increased vaginal bleeding. Hormonal imbalances such as polycystic ovarian syndrome or anatomical challenges with the uterus, such as those with benign fibroid tumors of the uterus, can also experience excessive vaginal bleeding and hence anemia. If you wanna learn more about polycystic ovarian syndrome or fibroids, or even increased vaginal bleeding, please refer to the Quick and Dirty Tips website and search for House Call Doctors articles on these previously covered subjects. Those who are deficient in vitamin B12 or folate, most commonly in those who drink excessive amounts of alcohol, can also experience anemia. Whatever the cause may be, it's important to find it and understand why you are anemic instead of ignoring it. And lastly, Platelets. Platelets are vital to the cessation of the bleeding process. They clump together and they stop bleeding as a team. So if there's not enough of them, the risk of bleeding is higher, most especially if there's a traumatic event, such as a fall. So when there's too many, however, it may be a reflection of excessive production by the bone marrow, rendering the exclusion of blood disorders also as a potential cause. So all in all, these are the most important components of the CBC. There are various other values within the CBC as well. However, they are really taken into account when these top three components are abnormal. 
So if these three are normal and a few of the others are a little bit off, well, it's not typically considered to be much of a big deal. But again, everything requires review by your physician. So our conclusion in our situation with Jackie, knowing all of this, it's important to see Jackie face-to-face, first of all, in order to not only obtain a thorough history, including symptoms and signs of those with an elevated white blood cell count. So I'd ask her all of those questions in detail when I see her in person, but it's also a thorough physical exam that also assesses for various causes that were mentioned previously. So it's important to look for signs of infection, for instance. I need to look in her ears to see if she has a pocket of pus somewhere. Or I, need, I would need to listen to her lungs to see if she's got a brewing pneumonia, etc. Jackie's exam was normal. And after obtaining a second set of labs for which I sent her for, I not only repeated the CBC that revealed a relatively unchanged white blood cell count, but it also included a pregnancy test, which was very surprisingly positive. Yes, pregnancy is also another cause of leukocytosis, which is a term used to describe elevated white blood cell counts. Jackie has had abnormal periods her entire life, so she was quite surprised to find that she was pregnant. She also admitted to inconsistent use of her birth control since she's had some relationship mishaps along the way. And there you have it, another mystery diagnosis solved. So share your ideas and learn more quick and dirty tips with us on the Hospital Doctors Facebook and Twitter pages. And you can even find me on Pinterest. But please note that all content here is strictly for informational purposes only. It doesn't substitute any medical advice and it doesn't replace any medical judgment or reasoning by your own personal health provider. Please always seek a licensed physician in your area regarding all health-related questions and issues. Well, thanks again for listening to this episode of The House Call Doctor. If you have any future topic suggestions, you can always email them to me at housecalldoctor at quickanddirtytips.com. Hope you have a super healthy week. <music>